Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thank you for joining us for Everything Under the Sun, the AccuWeather podcast. I'm your host, meteorologist Regina Miller, and I'm joined in the studio by Andy Robb, my producer. And Andy, this week... Our guest is a well-traveled guy. Hello once again from New Orleans, Louisiana. Today I'm... The week has gone by fast. It's our final day in London and our final day in Europe. Good morning from Barbados. Today I am headed to one of the island's most well-known beaches, which is the Crane Beach, which is located... So in this video I'm going to show you five things that you can do for free right here in NYC. Well, Lincoln Riddle is a video producer here at AccuWeather, and he is a travel vlogger. <laughs> Take a listen to his uh, trip that he did, the Great American Road Trip for AccuWeather. AccuWeather's Great American Road Trip has come to an end. Over the last three and a half weeks, we've driven from State College, Pennsylvania to Seattle, Washington in a 4,050-mile sprint across the country that saw us visit 13 states. So now, Lincoln, you're in the studio with us. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, taking a break from your travels. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. How was it? So tell me about the AccuWeather, the, this road trip, the Great American Road Trip, and, and like where you went, what you did. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a blast. Um, 13 states we crossed, 4,050 miles. So that went from State College, Pennsylvania, to Seattle, Washington. Wasn't a, a straight shot like most people might do. Right. We were obviously producing content for AccuWeather. So we made a couple of different stops. But uh, we visited, we went through Ohio, didn't make any stops there, but we visited Indiana, uh, Chicago. Then we went on up to Minneapolis and then over oh. through both Dakotas and then. Um, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, on up into Seattle. And in that time, we visited five national parks, one national memorial, and one national monument. So we definitely saw a lot of the great stuff that this country has to offer. Right. Well, it's <laughs> a lot of the wide open spaces when you're oh, heading yeah. up there. So, like, what was your favorite places that you went to? Uh, I think my favorite place was Grand Teton National Park. Uh, the Tetons are magnificent. You have multiple peaks that are over 12,000, 13,000 feet right there, and it really does tower up over the valley below. So it is quite the sight, and you know, you just look at them. They're very rugged, and it was crazy because that was the only place we saw rain the entire trip. Didn't rain for, what, three and a half weeks? Except that one time we were in Grand Teton. So. That, like, <laughs> like, what kind of chance? It's like, for me, that never happens. Oh, yeah. I'd be getting rained on. Right. As soon as I leave from the moment I get back. I know, sure. and then it's all, like, outdoor stuff that you're yeah. checking on. So, uh, so my mom used to always do this. Highs and lows. So... The high point was the Grand Tetons, you think? I think so, yeah. All it was right. was magnificent. Was it? Was there any lows? Like, what, because, okay, mm-hmm. when I used to travel, because if you're traveling that many miles, <laughs> yeah. you, who was going with you? My wife was with me. Oh, um, my gosh. We would, my husband and I would be divorced <laughs> by the end of that trip. <laughs> we really well, would. <laughs> it worked out. We, she had to work the entire time. Like she was, She's a travel writer, so she was just sitting there working on her computer. Oh, nice. So it kind of worked out. I would end up having to go do stuff for AccuWeather. Mm-hmm. So there was enough separation <laughs> that we weren't just around each other like nonstop. Like we ended up going to a, a big wildfire in Idaho. 
Um, oh, wow. It was 110,000 acres, this fire was. And so we went to that, and I was there by myself for that. So, like, that took, like, an hour and a half to get to from where we had stopped anyway. So she right. was at the hotel, and then I just went on ahead and did that. Yeah. So you had plenty of separation there. Well, but- and plus the fact that she's a travel travel writer like she's she's used to try like like i said with my husband i like (laughs) he's more like we need to get to the destination there needs to be no errors you know no stopping right right no stopping (laughs) so how did you coordinate something like that like did you get the call saying hey there's you know this wildfire out there go check it out or did you kind of do it on your own or yeah that so that wildfire i can't remember the name now it's near idaho falls uh was that a nuclear I'm not sure the exact name of it, but it was near Idaho Falls. Um, yeah, so Active Weather called me like early in the morning. Of course, I was on mountain time out there, so it was real early. Oh, and, right. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and like, not, and like the five. boss isn't thinking about that. Right, they're yeah. just like, hey, we need you, you to know, do this. It's like 5 a.m. They're like, hey, can you go out to this wildfire? I know you're headed west to Idaho Falls. I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, so we got out there. I didn't want to get too close because it was a government site, um, but there was a highway. They just went right through it, and they had all these pull-offs because so, there was a lot of buttes out that way to view so mm-hmm. it was it was easy to see when it's right there next to the road but uh yeah they just called me told me to go out there and just kind of made it happen and it would just really fell in line with the schedule too it was just you kind of like almost along the route so yeah now when you're planning so <clears throat> so when you're planning a trip like this how like how much time goes into that to actually getting the whole thing together <laughs> you know a lot of time um so we wanted to make sure that everywhere we stopped for a significant amount of time, there was actually something to do. So, you know, mm-hmm. something relevant right, that we right. could see. Um, so that took a lot of time, just getting that route nailed down. Because, you know, as as we talked about, a lot can go wrong on a road trip. You can have a flat tire, traffic, uh, poor weather. Right. So I tried to make sure that the route we chose, which was a northern route, um, just, you know, trying to be safe with, make sure we don't get caught up in any mountains or anything or like, you know, we visited Minneapolis and Chicago as well as Seattle and Portland. Didn't want to get stuck in traffic there, mm. which we didn't along with the rain. There were no, there Are was, serious? there was so no serious? massive car accidents. I mean, it is was this like great planning or is yeah, this just I, accidental I I success? I think it's three and a half weeks of bliss. <laughs> <laughs> travel bliss. I don't know how that happened. That'll never happen again. <laughs> so when it comes to traveling, okay, so you didn't have any real like vehicular issues. So why don't we talk about, um, gas filling up your car? What was it? What was it like when you were traveling across the country and the different gas prices that you saw? It was really interesting. You know, I think the lowest price I saw was like two. Fifty. The highest price was up near three fifty, about a dollar more. That was in Bellevue, Washington, I mm, think. Okay. Um, and they, the prices really varied. You know, in some cases, I'd be at a gas station, be like Cody, Wyoming, and you know, you drive like a mile down the road. It's like thirty cents more. I don't know why, but that happened. Right. That seemed to happen a lot, especially near the national parks. I guess the closer you get, the more the prices go up. So, well, um, probably on the areas where like yeah. the most tourists are driving, yeah, even if they're <laughs> only like five miles from a little spot in town. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it and I would I would say everything pretty much hovered though. For the most part, we're looking at like two seventy a gallon, two eighty a gallon. Of course, that was July twenty nineteen. So prices may be mm. different now. But so sure. once you roll into whatever town you are, you kind of just compare and contrast you kind of just keep your eyes on the yeah i mean if if it was like a a massive difference then i would go you know 
And like I said, sometimes it was like thirty cents difference, which is enough yeah, to make a you know pretty significant that's a couple yeah. dollars saved. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. <laughs> but I think it was on the company dime. Oh yeah, so <laughs> it you was know. on the company dime. Like a big spender. I didn't, over I didn't there. have like, to <laughs> go out of my way to make sure we saved. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so so you didn't have any. Which is amazing to me. So you didn't have any real travel problems. You didn't have any real weather or traffic <laughs> nightmares. Uh-uh. So was there any low spots on the trip? Please tell me there was something because I, I did. I did. Now. So our very first stop was Indiana Dunes. We got there the first day we left, July eighth. We got there that night. Um, the next day, we were all we spent the day in the park. We interviewed a couple people. We saw everything, and it was a beautiful day. It was nice and warm. Um, but I I did this live shot on the AccuWeather Network at like four o'clock. And we're all ready to go to Chicago. We're excited because we got married in Chicago. So it's a, oh, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, we, that's nice. So we like going to Chicago. And mm-hmm. um, so we're packing up. We're all excited. We're going to you know, go to Chicago. And we hit the road. We can see the skyline off in the distance. We're on the Skyway, and the Chicago Skyway. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no. I look at my wrist or my, my hand. I can notice that you know I'm missing my wedding ring. So, oh, my gosh. So I, oh, no. I, I see it. And then I'm like, should we go back? Should I tell my wife who's <laughs> sitting in the seat well, next it, to me? And to be honest, the ring I have was cheap. We bought it thinking I would lose it because I, oh. I, I, I like, yeah, I like to like get in water and stuff. So the idea was like, I'm going to end up losing this someday. Right. So we bought a cheap ring, but I've managed to have it for several years now. Yeah. And so I notice it. And I tell her, I'm like, should we go back? And she's like, well, I'm kind of tired. And I'm like, but I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> it's my wedding it's so, ring. Right? It's so, so then I make the decision. I'm like, you know what? We'll drive back. It's like an hour haul. And I call and I'm like, hey, did I have my ring on in that live shot? And they told me I did. So that really narrowed it down and made it easy to know uh, where it yeah. might be. And sure enough, there it was in the parking lot. So we drove oh, all wow. the way back. And there, you know, it was laying there. I'm just glad no one picked it up and maybe reported it or something because I wouldn't have been in the area to get it at that point wow right. well that's so. good that you, good thing you found it that was right. lucky that's the lucky thing about being right. on television is because at least you've got a video yeah. documentation right. of where you were tell me about the best and worst weather you encountered you said most of it was really good yeah did you encounter anything that was really bad no, I mean, it's it's such a – there were some storms that produced some tornadoes while we were in the Dakotas, but they didn't fire up anywhere near us. Like, I mean, when I say near us, you know, they'd be like 30 or 40 miles away. Okay. And um, so there was some stuff like that. I think there was some minor damage in one or two instances, but it was just honestly sunny. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like no clouds. It was the strangest three yeah. and a half weeks. Typically when I travel – I mean, it's going to rain. If I travel, right. it's oh, going to really? rain. Okay. I go camping, it will rain, like without fail. Maybe Book it's it. the luck of AccuWeather. Yeah, maybe it is, you know. And 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 that's the thing. I got out there. I, I was expecting, I had all this rain gear. I'm like, this is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be bad. But that didn't happen. Now, it was really chilly in, uh, like, Wyoming and South Dakota in the mornings. It, it got kind of cold, like in Jackson, Wyoming, and in Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, it was down, like, maybe 50 degrees in the morning. So, and, you know, on the East Coast, we have a lot of humidity. And it's you don't hot. get that, yeah. You yeah, don't get that cold summer, so it was just odd seeing you know upper forties, low fifties, and mm-hmm. um, so I had to wear some jackets. But that was that was pretty much it. It was the extent of it. Now, if you had to <clears throat> suggest on that trip, if you had to suggest uh, a one day trip to anybody, what would it be like from that trip? Where would you be like? This is the place and the day and the one we'd want to go back to. Well, if I had to go back anywhere. It would be Yellowstone. Um, okay. If if I had to choose, it would be Yellowstone because we only spent eight hours in Yellowstone and we drove the Loop Road. The Loop Road's like 
140 miles or something like that. It's long. Of course, Yellowstone's massive. It's like the size of like Rhode Island or something. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know what you're Yeah, you're driving the whole, it's like driving yeah, the whole way around the It's state. gigantic. So, um, Yellowstone's fantastic and there's so much to see there and throughout the trip we didn't really have time to hike and Yellowstone has a lot of that and there's just so much there's a lot of wildlife and some of the roads going into Yellowstone you know um, like coming in from Montana those are apparently I don't know I didn't get that opportunity but apparently they're spectacular views of wildlife and then just the views of the mountains as well so Yellowstone is where I would recommend you spend at least more than one day two days especially if it's a driving trip because of the fact that it is so pretty because some some destinations you don't want to be driving you'd rather get in the plane be there you know (laughs) and then go back right well and yellowstone's right next to grand teton so you can see them both in that one you know if you only had a day in theory you'd really have to stretch that time out but you could see them both if you wanted to yeah you kind of got to be running around got to be running around imagine because eight hours probably just you know yeah i mean that's that's like a that's like a 6 a.m morning and be done at you know nine at night (laughs) (laughs) but it was but it was good that amount of time that you spent out there it probably you probably didn't even notice like how quickly the the day it, it flew you. by and like seeing the buffalo on the side of the road that was really cool See, that, that must have been amazing be really, yeah. See, i did that whenever i was young we went out west and jeez, oh, i was only 10 so i don't even know what state i was in <laughs> but i do remember the buffalo and thinking that is incredible because it looked like cows would be here yeah. in pennsylvania you know and there'd be just, just right a field there. and they're just yeah. right there and they're huge yeah. and uh you uh, did not get close to no, like that video. To do that. Yeah, did you I see that it. video with that family <laughs> and that little girl? They were like, no, these are wild yeah. animals. You don't go up to them. So um, I want you to pick, I want to ask you some questions about what kind of traveler you are. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, you're a vlogger. So yeah. I mean, obviously you like to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> resort or freestyle? Oh, that's a tough, you know, if I've been, if I'm really tired, like right now, we're, mm-hmm. we're planning a big trip in September and Typically in September, we go to Europe. But right now, I'm thinking, like, man, send me to the Caribbean. I want to sit on a beach. Yeah, and do nothing. You know, and do nothing. But also at the same time, I may do that. And then three months from now, I'm like, man, we really should have gone to Europe and done like a five country backpacking journey. So it just depends. It just depends on. Again, you're still married. (laughs) (laughs) So it just depends. I think in, in overall, I would say freestyle. Um, but if I'm really tired, I'll go for the resort. Okay, so yeah. that's more if you just want a relaxing just to chill. Vacation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, city or outdoors? Ooh, again, that's a tough call. This trip gave me a new uh, respect for the outdoors. I've always loved the outdoors, but this trip, seeing all those places, being out in the middle of, in essentially nowhere a lot of the time, right? And, you know, it was just so pretty, especially you know, we're out west on the east coast. I've lived on the east coast most of my life, so it's you know, seeing the mountains here is kind of like whatever. But out there, it was just so gorgeous. Um, well, but and they're very different. Uh, very the different. mountains are they're so rugged, different out tall. there. Yeah, right. I would have to go city though. I I love the city, you know, mm-hmm. or cities. Right. Um, so I think I would go cities on that. Okay. Um, so camping and RVing or hotels, um, camping and or RVing, I'd probably go, I think I would go hotels on that. Okay. I think so. I I do like camping, but, um, I just, so like the backpacking trip, like you were saying backpacking trip, you mm-hmm. would do a backpacking trip. Would you? Like backpack to a place <laughs> that has a hotel no, and a I shower. Mean, and I don't know. I don't know what everybody's idea of backpacking is. I think it's all different. I, yeah. For me, that means we're you know really hitting the road fast, visiting lots of different places. And yeah, we've. I mean, we do actually use backpacks, so it's like yeah. I think that to me, I would go. I've never camped in Europe, but that would be a great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like hotels just because of the amenities and after a long yeah, day. Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so are you a 
journey or destination person. So like for me, for example, even if I get lost along the way, like we went to Italy, mm-hmm. um, my husband and I, and when we went, I am like, if I get lost or if things go wrong, I don't care because I'm like, I am lost in Italy. Yeah. Like, look <laughs> at where I am. Right. Uh, you know, and for him, he's like, well, we were heading to the Coliseum. We need to get to the Coliseum. So he's a destination yeah. guy. And then once he gets to his destination, he's great. But the journey part of it yeah. is like just something you got to do to get there. So yeah. which are you? I mean, we plan the destinations out, but I think I'm a I think I'm the journey person. I like to go with the flow and things go wrong. I mean, the last time I was in Europe, we missed a train by like five seconds and it really wrecked the entire day. So right. uh, that was in Scotland. Oh, <laughs> and really? uh, yeah, and that really made like it really made things tough. But it was fun and looking back now on it, you know, we ended up seeing some stuff we wouldn't have seen otherwise. So wow. you know, if you don't if you don't get that kind of stuff in it's not it's not the same at least in my opinion right you have to get a little bit of yeah, that you gotta right? get a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah because then yeah. it takes you off your track right and who knows what <laughs> kind of track you'll end up on so uh so this is kind of resort or freestyle so tours or go it alone like when you're in a city um do you go to some of the tours that they have or do you like to just say okay i'm gonna look online find out what people say I like to go at it alone. I think experiencing it on my own. When you're in those tour groups, they tend to move really fast. Maybe you want to hover on something. You really like it. Mm-hmm. However, I did go on a ghost tour in New Orleans like two months ago. Oh, I'm going to New and Orleans. That, should I do that? Yeah, yeah, dude, you definitely should. This was a vampire ghost tour, and it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, and that was like probably the best tour. One of the, not the best, but it's it was like really it was really well done. It was one of the better tours I've been on. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just depends. But I tend to like to just go at it alone, see stuff at my own pace, and plus I don't you know necessarily want to see everything on the tour anyway. So then I don't have to. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, true, true. Know, um, yeah. yeah, I like to do do things alone. I think okay, it's that way. All right. And so uh, the next thing I want to ask you about is some different tips. Okay. So what are your best tips for flying? Like how so? And anything, whether you found money saving tips, whether you found uh, tips on like, you know, just packing and making it simple for yourself. I think the best tip I can offer on flying, if you want to save money, use skyscanner.com. This is not a uh, not a plug, not a sponsor. Oh, really? Use skyscanner.com. You can uh, search your local airport and then choose destination everywhere. It'll show you like all of the flights out of your local airport. And it'll rank them by cost and country. So, like, if you're, you don't know where you want to go. Right. Let's say you live near Philadelphia Airport. So, that's your home airport. You don't know where you want to go. You hit Philadelphia, then you search everywhere, and it'll just rank them. You know, it'll be USA, $77, flight starting at 77 Canada, flight starting at 200 uh, United Kingdom, flight starting at 300 Wow. And then you can just click through them. And that's how I, fly, I find so many, like, good flight deals is I just use that website, and then I build a trip around that. Right. And so I, I actually flew to Barbados for free back in April from using really? the website. Yeah, I was able to bundle the flights with the hotels. Of course, using the website, the flights cost money, but then I managed to bundle them together and saved the cost of the flight. So skyscanner.com, right. not paid, uh, not an advertisement. Right, but that's, but, that's interesting. <laughs> but, so, But yeah. you have to have flexibility for those kind of trips. Kind of. You can use the dates that you actually need to travel, but if you're looking for the best deal possible, your best bet is just to let it you know, be wide open. And typically, um, 
you can find if you live in a major city, you can find really good deals to Europe using that website or yeah. anywhere else. Because I haven't done much to Europe, I only did Italy. Yeah. So I, I I'd like to do more. I think I've only looked at a map of Europe. So yeah, <laughs> you. you guys got me I've beat. You both it. got me beat. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the other thing is, what's your best uh, advice on like hotels? Hotels. I um, I think. If you use one of those sites that allows you to book the hotel, you can't see the hotel before you book it. You just know like, yeah, the, the vicinity. Area. Yeah, you know the vicinity. Rating. And you know, like it's rating and what the user rates it, like the people actually stay there, not just the generic, like this is a four-star. Um, I think using those, I typically find the best deals that way. I, I, You know, when you're looking at hotels, you can either pay, you know, the full cost because you wanted to see what it was, or you can gamble a little bit and maybe, you yeah. know, you'll save like 50 bucks a night or something. So in my opinion, I almost always go Just for that. Just pick a vicinity. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes you can figure it out if you're really willing to spend the time. Um, so yeah, I like to do that. I do sometimes just book it straight up though, because sometimes the savings aren't enough. You know, if it's if we're talking like twenty bucks, I'd rather mm. just go on ahead and know. Yeah. Um, but if you're booking hotels, I almost would never recommend booking directly through the um, hotel website. Hotel website, because that's not where the best deal is going to be. Not always, but right. a lot of the times, that's not where you're going to find your best deal. Right. Um. And any money saving tips, on and should you know should you even try? Like if you're trying to you know, save money. Yeah. Uh, what would be some of your best money saving tips? You, you got the flights, you got the hotels. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas on how to save? I money? mean, those are the real big ones. If you can bundle those trips together and it makes sense to do it, you can really save a lot of money that way. And again, it's not always bundling a trip doesn't always yield like some massive savings, but sometimes it does like that trip I, I did to Barbados that we just paid for the hotel room. The flights were free. Yeah. So um, I think if you just really if you want to save money, you need to sit there and you need to take the time to save money because a lot of people, I think they just, you know, oh, I want to go to. Uh, Mexico City. And they want to be done that night. They like I'm sitting done. down on a Friday yeah. night and I'm booking and I want it to be right. done. Right. And also, flexibility is a big one. A lot of people have to go on this day. And because of their job. Be, because of their job or whatever. Right. If you can, you know, if you're able to book a month, a year out and you know that you'll probably be able to get off work, um, you know, look a year out. That's when you're going to save a ton of money, even six months, um, even just a couple months. But as long as you can be flexible and sometimes just changing the day of the week, you know, you're leaving on Friday, maybe Saturday saves you 250 bucks just because the plane's not as full and whatever reason. So, so just keep tweaking around on just that. Tweak it. That's, you know, I think I told you the last time I was on here, I just mm -hmm. I literally sit at home and I'll just if yeah. I'm bored. I'll just sit there and look That's for trips. That's your hobby. That's what I do. Yeah. And, you know, eventually I will come across some good deal. <laughs> I'll go running into my wife's office. Holly, we need to book this. Like last <laughs> night I found this trip to Prague for next month. Seriously? Um, like, and it was, it was like uh, 1900 bucks for eight nights and round-trip flights nonstop. And I'm like, this is a fantastic deal. Yeah. Wow. And uh, for two people total, 1900 bucks. I'm like, wow. we got to do this. We didn't end up doing it because we couldn't. Uh, right. We had to do an extra day and we couldn't. But – I'm like, this is a fantastic deal. So that's kind of how I do it. I just, you really got to put that time in. It's all well, about the time. and the good thing too is like certain jobs now, like for us, for example, because I work on the network, mm -hmm. I got to be in house. I got to yeah. be in front of the camera and the camera turns on. <laughs> right. So it's like getting that time off is more difficult. But there's so right. many jobs now that you're doing so much remotely. Yeah. yeah. That you can travel. Because that's the other yeah. hard part is just like getting the time off depending upon your job. 
Yeah, no. that's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we wrap up with the Great American Road Trip, I actually did have another question I wanted to ask okay. you about some of the places <laughs> that you went to. Okay. Food. Oh, what were some places? Right. What were some of the best eats that you had? Some maybe some, uh, you know, off the beaten path, some roadside places. What kind of places did you enjoy? (laughs) So much happened on that trip. I can't remember names, but I do remember the actual places we ate it. um, There was a restaurant in Portland, Oregon. It's near Voodoo Donuts. That's like a major tourist spot in Portland. we had, I, I, it's really tough to remember this now. Um, I'm sitting here thinking about it. It was like a bakery. I think it was called like Mother's Bakery or something. That place was fantastic. That was in Portland. That was kind of like uh, comfort food. Um, oh, nice. But we ate, there, a lot of those cities have these just really random stuff. So Like little spots uh, that you might not know about. Yeah, and, and, and so we kind of stuck to that as much as possible. So I'm saying like now I'm, I'm struggling to remember anything because it's been, it was such a long trip. Do you ever like just go up and start asking the locals? Yeah. I mean, I usually the first thing I do, I'll get into the hotel and I'll just ask them, you know, hey, um, where, you know, where's a good place to eat around here? And they're usually, will give you a ton of spots mm-hmm. and they'll ask, you know, what do you want? Like uh, Boise, Idaho has this one road and it's just loaded with restaurants. Like there's a lot of restaurants and it's just back to back to back to back. And that's where they told me like, go to this road and then they'll have the menus on the sidewalk. You know how they do that. Yeah. And so that's what we did for that. And, uh, you know, the food and a lot of the, a lot of the places we went, the food was excellent. Just now, at this point, I can't remember what I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. You know, it's a long that's time. A I did go. I did do a Taste of Chicago. Um, okay. Ironically, that's is a, that a so is that a food festival? Yeah, it's a really large food festival right in the heart of downtown oh, Chicago. Nice. Yeah, okay. Tell us about. So that. was that on this trip? <laughs> it was on this trip. It was the third day. It was like we just started. And now, and who in the building do we need to uh, talk about to get me to go on this trip? <laughs> well, it, 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 it was. <laughs> It was kind of ironic. I'm at this food festival, but it was really hot. It was almost, it was like 95, 96 degrees that day, and humidity was really high. So it was, it was a hot day. Mm-hmm. And so I was just working, like interviewing people, and I got, I was so hot that I wasn't hungry. So I ended up just eating Italian ice. So I'm standing there thinking, man, I am at a taste of Chicago. This is <laughs> one of the largest, and it, it, it's one of the largest outdoor free admission food festivals in the world. It's so free admission. Yeah. So I'm sitting there thinking like, I cannot believe I'm here and I'm just not, I was not hungry. Yeah. And so I had Italian ice and I drank like, I think I drank like six bottles of water at that yeah. festival in like a four hour period. Right. It was, it was a steamer out there. Well, whoever had the Italian ice stand did it right, <laughs> oh, they man. Because was I was going to say, there's all there this gourmet line. food, but you right. know, everybody's flocking to the snow cone stand. <laughs> so, Lincoln, if uh, some people miss some uh, some details of your excursion and they want to see some stuff about the Great American Road Trip, uh, where can they go? Where can they watch it? Um, it is all on AccuWeather.com. Just search Great American Road Trip and... You'll be able to find it. And the nice thing is you'll be able to see some of those sites that oh, you were yeah. talking about yeah. and, you know, maybe plan your trip. Yeah. And I know we talked about this before as well, mm-hmm. but you can also find some of those tips about finding the best prices <laughs> for airlines and everything on your YouTube channel. Uh, what is it again? It's just my name, Lincoln Riddle. If you search that, I'm the first thing that'll come up, followed by some stuff about cars. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, but I'm the first thing that'll come up. You can click on that. I travel again i travel all over the world so uh working on a series on new orleans i will have something on the great american road trip i just haven't finished putting that together yet that sounds great and so afterwards you need to sit here with me because i'm actually going to new orleans (laughs) so i need like a three-day itinerary for new orleans so you can tell me what it is so thanks so much again for joining us 
Two of my favorite things to talk about, Andy, of weather and travel. And they all surprisingly go hand in hand with each other. They go very well. When you got good weather, you got good travel. It's it just kind of works that pretty way. Pretty cool. You got to do 13 states in, in, in three weeks. Unbelievable. I so know. once again, our thanks to our very own Lincoln Riddle for joining us. Yeah, great discussion. And uh, next week, we are going to be visiting an area that was really hit hard. Hurricane Harvey. Approaching two years, believe it or not, yeah. Andy. It mm-hmm. went pretty quickly. But it's the anniversary of Hurricane Harvey, and we are going to be talking to Travis Herzog. He's the chief meteorologist at KTRK in Houston, and we're going to be talking about how Houston is still rebuilding because the area, you know, it's a big undertaking, and they were really devastated by Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, large metropolitan area, an even larger storm, so we're going to find out all about that, like you said, Regina, with our special guest, Travis Herzog, from ABC 13 in Houston, coming up next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to AccuWeather's Everything Under the Sun, giving you the stories behind the weather and so much more. New episodes every Thursday. Just search for AccuWeather on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or visit AccuWeather.com slash podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.